The origin of these broadcasts is unknown. What you are listening to is the recordings of intercepted transmissions. heavy this uh, is like an extra tall tall boy i think so yeah this is not a regular tall boy this is fucking freaking two for four 20 25 ounces oh, it's a party in a can mm-hmm. <sighs> so what's up pogue when does that come back on? I don't know. I'm, I'm rewatching season one right now. You know what me and Cody have been watching? Have you ever seen Danny Duncan? No. Oh. <laughs> this man chopped the top on a Tesla for fun. What? Yes. And then blew it up. Oh my I'm not, God. He is so funny. A YouTube guy? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Virginity Rocks shirts? No. Well, that's him. Okay, I'll look it up. He is an absolute idiot, an absolute idiot, and probably should not have the fan base he does <laughs> because in the wrong hands. Yeah. Jeez. If you there's, didn't have common sense. There's a similar guy on YouTube, I think it, Whistle and Diesel or something like that, but he fu- he gets these brand new trucks and just fucks them up. That's like ridiculous. That's what, he just buys cars and just like like he had a van, yeah. rammed it into a swimming pool for fun. <laughs> oh my god! It's like, well, ever since Jackass is yeah like not anything anymore. Like you know, people are starting to do stuff like this. That's how he's like David Dobrik mixed with Jackass. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a combination. There's yeah. this one video where he went to UCLA on a bird scooter. And he like, well, first he went there and he was like asking people in dorm rooms for khaki pants and a polo. And he got them. <laughs> he got khaki pants and a polo. Khaki pants that were too short. And he had a UC- UCLA shirt on and he brought a lanyard. And he rode around on this bird scooter pretending to be campus police. And everybody fucking oh believed my him. Gosh. Like this one guy was riding his bike and he was like you gotta walk it this is a no ride zone yeah. while he's on a freaking bird and the dude gets then so the dude got off the bike and was walking it and then there was his dad with its kid his kid in a stroller For, uh, and danny was like no 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 riding zone you gotta walk it you gotta walk it and this man gets his child out of the stroller oh and carries it it's so funny you gotta watch it i would have so much fun doing stuff like that yeah, but we'd get arrested. He has a video of Mask Patrol. Oh. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Oh. You have to watch it. It's but, so funny. It's so stupid. What's it what's it called? Danny Duncan sixty nine. Okay. Yeah. So how <clears throat> how was your nap? Oh my god, it was so I was so worn out from yesterday. Uh oh yeah, no show. Yeah. How'd you do? Um, we did really good. We got ninth out of sixteen. Well, but good. he was he was just really really good. I could oh. have rode better, but what? I say I recognize this guy. I just never watched his videos. You should watch his videos. He's so, absolutely hilarious. Was there a lot of people out there? Um, there was a good amount of people. It was like an all day thing. Um, but we went Friday night, and I rode, and he was so good. It was our first time going overnight to a show. Mm-hmm. He was so good. Um, even like warming up, we had to go alone. Because the rest of my people came down the next day. There were a few people down, down there Friday under the other trainer at my barn. Mm-hmm. But they had already rode because we didn't get there till like 6.37. Um, but 
He's really good. There's a lot of scary stuff he could look at. He was yeah. fine. The next day, a literal angel. I've never had a horse that is the same at other places as they are at home. Hmm. Like normally they're really, really nervous and Breeze isn't. Breeze just takes it all in. It's like, all right, yeah. let's do it. Well, that's good. It keeps yeah. it consistent. Yeah. I could have rode better, but he was a saint. But I could always ride better. I I have a lot more confidence at home. So I ride a lot better at home. Yeah. And then when I go to shows, I'm like, what is going through your brain? Yeah. So, uh, how's the new mattress in the? So freaking comfy. Yeah, I want one so bad. The Cody was telling me about it. I was like, I need to hear about. I need the review on it before. You can go lay in it. How comfy is it? It is really comfy. Firm or soft. soft. So I don't. I don't know what kind of sleeper I am. Like. I, I just, would say I would say it's a happy in between. Like it's not like you sink into it, but mm-hmm. it's not like rock solid. It's, it's like that memory stuff. I don't I don't think it is. I don't know. I don't know. You'd mm-hmm. have to lay in it. Yeah, I've been wanting a new mattress so bad because that one we have is eight years old, and I every more I have lower back pro- problems, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's from the mattress. Cody does too, but we woke up and Cody said my back doesn't hurt. Yeah. Not a bit. I was like, I thought we were going to have to get a mattress topper for it. Uh-huh. We slept so good. The only reason we didn't sleep good was one, it was freaking. Well, I was freezing, like shivering, and Cody was mm-hmm. sweating. So uh, we couldn't turn the AC on, couldn't turn the heat on. <laughs> and then we both had to pee. So we got, because we had to pee. Mm-hmm. And then one time a truck drove by and shined its lights in our windows through our blinds, and that woke me up, but not Cody. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Are you a side sleeper or a back sleeper? Or? Belly sleeper. Oh my god, I can never do that. I try sometimes, but I I have to fall asleep on my belly. But normally, when I wake up, I'm on my side. Okay, yeah, I'm usually side sleeper with a pillow in between my legs. Like I'm scared, like my balls will cross. Like get, it's like a <laughs> condition. Like I just like, it freaks me out. Like if I don't, like if my legs are like making contact, like. I'm just afraid of my You know ball. what? I'm the same way, but not for that reason, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I have to have just, like, a buffer right there. I don't know. Why. Yeah. That's part of why I lay on my belly, because I, like, like my legs yeah. can't, my thighs can't touch. So, I, like, spread okay. my, yeah. Yeah. For my like, legs, you know. I've always, like, I, I've been like that for the longest I can remember, but. Is it, like, a phobia? I I don't know. Like I can't. I don't know how to describe Ballophobia. it. Ballophobia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twist, twist the balls of phobia. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. No, I do not. I'm a belly sleeper. I 100%. wish like when I take naps, I I I can fall asleep on my belly, but also I have to have the cover over my ear. Yeah. So I can't. Now my mouth has to be out. My mouth and my eyes have to be out. So when I'm I'm on my belly, my head's to the side. Mm-hmm. Normally I'm looking this way, so the pillow's here, and the cover has to come up over my head, and then I pull it oh back right God. here to where my face is out, and I tuck it under my chin because, and I've always had this issue. Don't ask me why. I'm scared a ghost is gonna whisper in my ear in the middle of the night. <laughs> I know, I know, and I can't put my whole head under because then I'm breathing recycled air. Yeah. Yeah. So my mouth ha- and nose have to be out, but my ear cannot be out. I can't go to sleep if my ear's out. I mean, that's that's understandable. Even if I'm like at like you know when I was younger and I'd be at friends' houses drunk and fall asleep on the couch. Yeah. I'd and the cover wasn't big enough. I pull my hoodie up and do uh, the same thing. I love taking naps with my with a no. hoodie up. I don't wear. I can't. I hate sleeping in long what? sleeve anything. Oh long God. sleeve, long legs. No, I have to have shorts and t shirt. That's it. Like a cold day on the couch with the hoodie with the hood up. Oh. No. You want to know something messed up? Huh. Jack Harlow sleeps with socks on. That's Do not tell me if. Psycho. If you sleep with. Psycho. No, I don't, but there's been a couple times I'm so tired I forget to take my socks off. Never. Is it because, like, sweat or? Because my toes can't move. Like, I, no. Oh. Yeah. No. So, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. 
claustrophobic kind of thing. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Because my feet get cold. Mm-hmm. So, like, logic should be like, bitch, sleep with socks on. <laughs> Hell no. Um, the four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. I'm, at a, I'm not at a standstill, but I was making progress fixing it. Mm-hmm. And I, me and Chris stayed up all night last night working on it in the garage. And I, this morning, finished putting it together. Started it up, and it was smoking a little bit. Oh, no. And I figured, like, oh, it's like, you know, new parts on it. just needs to smoke out a little bit. So I took it around the backyard just in circles, and it started smoking like a freight oh, train, no. just thick white. I'm like, fuck. I stop, and I look down, and there's oil coming out the head. And So is it just a gasket? Yeah, because I didn't get a gasket kit. I just got the new rings. And the carburetor, which the carburetor works fine. Sir, you took the head apart and you just weren't going to put a new gasket on? Well, I made the top, the very top of the head, I put a new gasket on that because I had, I have that roll of gasket material that you just trace your own gaskets. Mm -hmm. So I did that on the top one, but the bottom one was either the bottom or the middle. I didn't because I didn't feel like scraping the old one off because it was like stuck on there. And I didn't want to double up on it, so I just left it. And... Regrets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which four-wheeler is that? Yours? Your dad's. Yeah, yeah your dad's. I thought you one. fixed that one already. No. I thought you fixed it and oh, you took it out of the property. Yeah, I fixed the tie rod ends that came off. And then the last time we were at the property, it was leaking oil, and it wasn't idling right. So I, I ordered the new carburetor to fix the idling problem, which I... I did fix that, but then I still got the oil issue. Got to be quicker than that. So I cleaned the garage. I'm putting that on the back burner for now. And What's going to be on the front burner? Cody's chainsaw is next. Why would that not be on the back? Why would, why would the four-wheeler be on the back burner? Because I have to order like another. I'm going to order not just the gasket kit, but I'm just going to order a whole new top end. It's like the top of the head comes with a new piston, uh, rings, gaskets. It's so like what are y'all doing to the chainsaw? He said the throttle gets stuck wide open, so I'm probably it just needs the carburetor cleaned out. You know what y'all should really do? Fix a truck. Because we Which have one? A, the white truck. Which one? The, oh, it's, the E-joints? Yeah, because we have a three and a half hour haul. Coming up in May, that we're taking Breeze to Ohio. Well, if he gets the parts. And that bitch just be clicking. Oh, really? Like that. Every... Dang. Yeah, it's bad. Cody Palmer, get the parts. So y'all can fix that before we take my child on a three and a half hour trip one way. Yeah. And then Cameron, I think me and Cameron are trading work for work. He needs a fuel pump or something replaced on his truck, and I need some concrete work. So we might, I'm gonna, I told him I'll text him and talk about it. I'm about to text Cody right now and tell him to order that stuff, because who knows how long it's going to take to come in. Yeah. Cody Palmer. <laughs> um, that, and something else happened this week. Emmy started cheer. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what, I, yeah. So Des was working and. Oh, you pulled up and it was a whole bunch of cheer moms. Oh my God. I was so not nervous, just like awkward, out of place. And uh, so, well, first I had this whole list of like what I had to do from Destiny. I had to write three different checks. What? One for the registration fee, registration and uniform fee, a separate check for the fundraising fee. And fundraising the, fee? I thought that was a point in fundraising well, was to raise funds. We get it back if we like participate in the fundraising. If we don't, they cash it. And, oh. Yeah, that kind of thing. And then the last one was a concession stand fee, which is the same. If we work the concession stand, we get our $100 or we keep it. If, so how much was it all total? Well, so, like up front, it's just 205 That was registration and the uniforms. But if they cash everything, it's four hundred something dollars. 
for the year. Yeah. So I walk up. We got it's like the signups were at an elementary school, and they had jump houses out there, and Kona Ice was out there, and they had like music, and you know it was like a little miniature festival thing. And I walk up, and they got all these tables set up, and all these, all the, you know, the moms and Rona director and all that shit. No, no one was wearing masks. I was like, what? I had my mask in my pocket, like ready. But as soon as I was walking up, no one had masks. I was like, Bullet County. Right, this is legit. So walk up, all these mo- like four moms are just staring at me. I'm like, oh, God. they yeah, they were thinking some stuff. Well, I have Des, my- you better get your happy butt out there. <laughs> You are get your butt out there. I was not dressed to impress. I had my pit vipers on, my hat, and... Just... You have a mullet. Have you not seen how every female on TikTok raves about a mullet? I don't know if I had it down or not. Des, you better get out there. And it, the only... I'll, send, I'll send Cody so everybody thinks that y'all are a couple. Okay. No girls. All right. There you yeah. go, Des. <laughs> so the only guy that... There's a guy commented on my, my look. He's like, dude, you remind me of when I was younger you got the whole macho man look going on with the big ass uh, macho man yeah <laughs> if only he knew you <laughs> i know yeah so what'd you say thanks bro yeah thanks bro yep that's uh that's my goal bro <laughs> <laughs> so i got oh not knox's teacher was there signing her daughter up for cheerleading and her daughter's name's emory on the same same team yeah same. Her daughter's name's Emery. Yeah. What are the odds? Same age, too, I think. Yeah, it has to be same age because they're in the same division or whatever. But she was, like, super nice, and she was talking with the kids, and she's like, oh, I'm Knox's teacher, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be two Emerys on the team, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, that was awkward. I just hate being confronted by... Women? A lot of women at one time. I mean, more like, intimidating. They weren't. They got the Karen haircuts. They got the big bug eye sunglasses. I'm like, God damn. Water bugs. I just, I felt the judgment like <gasps> looking at me. Somebody's cutting some up. Do you hear that? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they were not judging you. They were probably thinking things that they should not have been thinking because you're married. Probably. Right, Des? Mm, he pulled up in a Dodge Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? How'd that TikTok go? Dakota. What was it? Oh Dang my. Dakota. Dang Dakota. <laughs> Dang Dakota. <laughs> oh, speaking of Dakota, I'm parting ways with it. When? Soon. Because I got approved for my car loan. What are you going to get? A Jeep. No, you're not. Wrangler. A new one or old one? As new as I can get, like well, pro- you better buckle up because Alina got a Wrangler and it was like thirty grand. Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, I'm looking at like early two thousands model, and I've been looking on Facebook and there some pretty good. What made you decide on Jeep instead of a turbo diesel? I still want a turbo diesel, but I like for the Dodges especially. These f- motherfuckers are asking way too much money yeah. for like. A 98 with pushing 300,000 miles, and they're asking like twelve to 15,000 for it. I'm like, you're ah, out of your... Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. So I'm like, I just keep being discouraged. Like, I'm looking, keep looking for all these, all these trucks I think would be a good deal. And What's your price limit? 10. Yeah. Which, I mean, to me, that's reasonable for a used truck. Maybe not a diesel. Oh, it was funny because when I first got approved, Des was like, all right, we can go check out some car lots. And I was like, yeah, there's not going to be That's one diesel on a car lot for 10, even a trade-in is not going to be 10,000. So I don't know what my next vehicle would be. I really want a Genesis sedan, but my car is almost paid off. So I really just need to not. Mm. But yeah. tough it out. It'll be worth it. Sedan's a four-door? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Did you just... Four-door? Are you okay? Yeah. Let me show you. I'll show you. It's I'm... sick, but they're like 35 grand starting. Oh. But they're so pretty. Cody said no. And I'm like, mm, that's a little bit ironic that we have separate bank accounts. <laughs> I mean, I had a Jeep in high school. 
And it just popped back in my head. I was like, man, that'd be fun I to have another Jeep. Love Alina's Jeep. She she got a Wrangler or the like SUV kind? Is it a Wrangler or a Rubicon? Rubicon. I don't know what it is. What's the new Genesis? Genesis sedan. It'd be so fun to take it down the trails on at the property. No, not hers. Hers isn't on like um hers isn't on like new suspension. Uh or hers is like stock. It's like new. Um the G seventy. Mm. No, not Jeep. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. I've seen some of those. I mean, dang, are you kidding me? That is so sick. Yeah, it's like VIP. Yeah, but but also I thoroughly enjoy it. Once a week we go in Alina's Jeep and we take the top off and we cruise around. It's so nice. Yeah. Oh, that is a Wrangler then. Like Rubicon's like, Rubicon is a Wrangler, but Rubicon's like the package or whatever. I think hers is a Wrangler. Um, Jeep Wrangler. Rubicon is like the package to go off road, I think. This is hers. Yeah, it's a Wrangler. Oh, yeah. Hers is four door? Yeah. She could not survive two doors. Horse people. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I wonder if they can hear me breathe. (laughs) They can hear me guzzle a bear. I'm sure they can hear our breaths. Sarah just messaged me. She said, are you talking about me this week? But y'all might be. (laughs) <laughs> but I might be we are now I know she, she's she been asking come on we need to have her on what episode or what is she what kind of topic does she want to do she, anything yeah we need she's to in, she is one person that listens to us religiously like she'll just randomly message me something that we said and I'm like bro what are you talking about and she's like the podcast that's and I'm like what, oh yeah. see that's the kind of fans I want like they're dedicated yeah, she'll just say random stuff. I'm like, Sarah, I have no idea. Like, the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Sometimes I still don't know. I'll just say, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. We took them to El Rodeo, her and her husband and her son. We took them to El Rodeo, and they are hooked. You know why? Because you know how you get a tall boy? Yeah. Or you can ask El Rodeo for, like, the big, big boys? Yeah. Well, I got them hooked on the big, big boys. Bud lights? You know, they're like... The yeah. normal tall boys are like this and this tall. And then the big, big boys that already are like this tall and like this wide. The girthy ones. Yeah. yeah. I let their mar- I, yeah, you see, me and Chris usually get the, just the picture of margaritas when we... Yeah, we all go and we're like, those are the big boy Bud Light. Yeah. The big boy Bud Light. Chris is like, Miller Light, please. Who said Miller Light? It's her husband. Nasty, huh? Nasty, Christian. If you're listening, mm. shame on you. This is a Bud Light podcast. This is a, this is, we, I was about to say we were sponsored by Bud Light, but we are absolutely not. <laughs> I wish. Um, right. Bud Light's probably listening to this. Like, oh my please gosh. Please don't associate yourself Speaking with that. Speaking of Bud Light, did you hear uh, uh, Post Malone's country song? Yes. What do you think? It was sick. I like, I did not expect, like. No. Well, have you listened to his older stuff that's like, like. Oh, I mean, I, I listen to some of his like just his acoustic little jam session things. Yeah, like when he was younger, he was like scene kid AF. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny watching him. I was like totally shocked. I was like, damn, he could like he could his absolutely. voice could yeah do a country genre. I was looking at the comments because I see it on YouTube and uh, everyone was saying like he needs to come out with the album. At, in every genre. Do like not tempt that man country, because like, we're going to get an album that's like you're going through some stuff when you're listening to it because you're going to go from like rap to country to like Nirvana to Forever the Sickest Kids. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, I mean, he can, I guess he can adapt his voice to yeah. anything, which is good. Um. I got Cody, you know how I called Cody out on here the other day for not knowing some music? Yeah. He got pissy about it, and he downloaded every song Never Shot Never has ever made and has been listening to it at work. So on the way down to the horse show, I started playing it. Or I'm listening. Kaylee has a, um, I follow her on Spotify. We follow each other on Spotify, and she has a playlist that's like 
Seen Kid Forever. Yeah. And I play it sometimes when I'm in my feels. It has a lot of Never Shot Never, like Paramore, uh, Forever Six Kids, We the Kings. And Never Shot Never came on. And I passed it because, you know, Cody doesn't know it. And he said, Go back. Go on. Yeah. He said, Go back. I know all his songs now. I said, What? <laughs> he said, Well, I downloaded all his albums on my phone to listen to them at work. And sure as shit, I played it and I was like, Okay, then sing it. Sing it along. Then sing it. And he was. (laughs) I was like, you okay, buddy? Took you by surprise. Yeah. (laughs) He said he'd just be back in the wheel shop jamming. Jamming and never shot never. Never shot never. That's funny. Oh, I caught Dust off surprise last night. Yeah, last night when she got home from work, she was going through song. And we always do it to each other like... Name that song. Name that band wherever. God, I, I'm not kidding. I divorce you. I would absolutely. Cody used to do that and it would <laughs> piss me off. I'm like, don't talk to me like that. If I know the song, I don't yeah. have to know the band. Yeah. We like, I've, I've gotten a lot better since I met her because she listened to way more stuff than I do. But uh, she named or a Breaking Benjamin song came on and mm-hmm. right away because I know I used to listen to Breaking Benjamin back in the day. So I know they're like sound, like not even three seconds. Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> and I was like, I, I caught, her, uh, caught her off surprise. It's pretty funny. But yeah, we always do that when we're driving. Like, all right, name this band. Like, it's like a quiz. quiz I you. would but I stick, deck you. I stick to like the, genre, like the no. genres I know she knows. Like I'll go through, I'll find like a day to remember song like way back that, you know, she probably won't recognize right away. So she'll have to think of it and listen to the no. chorus. It's, it's funny. Cody will like play like dad rock from like 2001 and like I'll know the song. He'll be like, well, if you know the song, what's the band? I'm like, I don't know. I was three. Like Creed and yeah. Nickelback and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I'm like, I know the bands, but like I'm not going to be off the first three notes. He's like, who, who is it? Who is yeah. it? Who? I'm like, bro, if you don't shut up, we're <laughs> wrecking because I'm going to deck you. <laughs> He doesn't do it anymore because he knew it would piss me off. Like yeah. I'm, I would not talk to him the rest of the car ride because it would piss me off so bad. Don't ask me why. That's funny. I started playing drums today. Yeah, and you're, <laughs> you're pretty, pretty good. When when you're playing and I was helping back the trailer up or whatever, I was like, "Damn, Bailey's like natural. Like you know, ha- like have the natural." Don't don't say that because I sent Chris Palmer a video and he was like, "Don't let it get to your head that I said you're good." So don't blow my head up, Ryan. Well, it like because I I didn't play drums, but I, like my friend played drums, so I was always at his house when his band was practicing, mm-hmm. and I could tell like for someone that just sat down messing around, like if you learned, you'd pick yeah, it I'm up. I'm gonna try. I learned that off of a YouTube video. Cause his dad uh, came over and dropped the drums off yesterday, and he kept he kept saying, "Just it's real easy, just do this." Yeah, I'm like Chris. Yeah, you can say, and then he'd get up and he 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 was about to hand them to me. I'm like, I'm not gonna, and he'd sit back down just like this. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, and you know I've been trying to play ukulele, and I, I'm Cody thinks I'm giving up, and I'm still gonna try. It sounded good in the upstairs. Yeah, but I think my my fingers just don't move right. That's just. You had to develop that. Yeah, which I have gotten better with it, but like I feel like I'm already better at drums than I am at ukulele. But ukulele is still fun. It's fun to just pick up and do it. I just have to get better at it. Well, from the first video, I think you posted in the in our group or mm-hmm. whatever, to to now to when I heard you up there, like at first, like you you know pause a little bit to get to the next chord, and, and you're like more fluent. Yeah, I still I just struggle with the G chord, and that's like a staple that's in like yeah. every song, and I just can't. I can play it; it just takes me a minute to get my fingers to it. Yeah, and it it just pisses me. I get pissed off at myself for not being able to do it, and then I just put it down. I think most music is all muscle memory. It is besides singing. It is, and Alina's like literally so good at guitar and ukulele. So I'm like. But she's been doing it for for oh, well. She taught herself like last year, but she's been playing instruments. So yeah, I was like, she was like, I think I want to learn how to play drums. Forever ago, and I was like, drums would be so much better for me. I don't yeah. have to use my little fingies, my little sausages. <laughs> I can't wait till mine gets here. My I talked to my grandpa yesterday, and he's like, I I just found a box for it, so I'll be shipping it out. 
I have an app where we can tune it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to have a tuner, but lost it. Yeah, I have an app that we can tune it, and then we can play. I still can't play Riptide, and that's the easiest one. I can play the chords. I just can't put it all together, and I can't strum fast enough, but we'll get it together. <laughs> we'll have to find like a... I don't know if there's a... I don't listen to a lot of ukulele music, but we have to find like a song that's a duet or something, like two ukuleles playing. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. Big, a lot of Never Shot Never songs are ukulele, though, so we could learn a whole bunch of Never Shot Never songs. He has a whole there album of ukulele. And then Cody can sing. <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually has a whole album called Just Me and My Ukulele. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Cody is... um. yeah i like cody me too he's just not a good singer (laughs) or instrument player he kept saying at first when i first started the ukulele he kept saying just put your fingers here and i'm holding it and i'm like i know where to put my fingers and i was like you know what cody if it's so easy you do it and he couldn't figure it out i'm like yeah exactly (laughs) exactly oh man god love him um so we should probably get into it. How long have we been recording? Um, 30 minutes. Holy crap. <laughs> Whoops. Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch, I'll tell you what. How we how we doing this? What, telling, are, talking about it? Yeah, like are we doing two episodes or what are we doing? Nah, I said we're just doing one. One? All right. So. You're taking the lead on this one? Sure. Okay. I mean, I got I got some notes. I just um, Terry and Gwen Sherman, huh? Terry and Gwen Sherman. Yeah, Sherman Ranch. Sherman Ranch. Before Skinwalker Ranch was adopted, um, it was like five hundred something acres in Utah, northeast Utah, four eighty acres. Utah. Well, I found between four eighty and five hundred five acres, so I don't really know. Well, there's like a. Um, back then it was like Civil War time and egg property lines were always going back and forth. So, you know, who knows? But, uh. I wonder how they did property lines back then. We have apps now. Back then. Like you spit and wherever your spit lands. That's my line right there. <laughs> Billy, I, Billy, you, I best not catch your ass on the <laughs> other side of that spit. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Sherman Ranch, Skinwalker Ranch is probably the most famous paranormal UFO sighting, Skinwalker sighting, uh, creature, you know, ripple in time. Yeah, just the what is it called? Hot um, spot. Dimension Inter- interdimensional. Yeah, it's like really popular. It's Hish- popping. Yeah, History Channel did a whole show on it. The government loves it. I mean. Yeah. The government had a lot of projects going on before, going on at that property before the public found out about it. So usually if the government takes interest in it, then something legit is going on there. It, I just cannot wrap my head around it. That I want to go. This whole place, I can't wrap my head around it. I want to go for sure. But um, so back in the day. Back in the day. Trying to find my dates here. Well. Pre-Civil War. It was uh, the Utes. It was Native Americans that had the land. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two tribes in the area at the time. It was the Navajo and what was called the Utes, U-T-E, which I'm guessing that's where Utah came from. Sick. The name. Um I'm not for sure, but it makes sense. So they, <clears throat> these two tribes were like trading partners and, um, you know, stuff like that cohabited in the same area. And then the Navajo were always known for being a more aggressive tribe and they kind of just took over, oh, took in Utes as slaves. Like they had their own slaves or whatever, Indians back in the day. And... Um, I forget what year it was, but pause. What? How much were your pit vipers? A hundred. 
Okay, keep going. You want some? No. Oh. I was just wondering. Um, they're totally worth it. They're polarized. They're good. Adjustable. Shout out Pit Viper. Um, Sponsor us. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so when the Civil War was going on, um, I forget who the general was, general, whatever, uh, sent troops over out west, and the Utes teamed up with the, with the Union soldiers or whatever. To get free. To, yeah, to pretty much kick the Navajo out off the land, and the Navajo were so fucking pissed that they put a curse on the Utes. And the land. And that, I think, to me, um, this is, like, where all the shit's coming from. Like, you don't fuck with Indians and their curses back in the day because that shit is real. It is real, people. Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of this paranormal, you know, everything is coming from is from the, the curse. curse. Yeah. So. What is that? Madam. Madam of Holes. Oh, Madam Zeroni. Madam Zeroni. I'll put a curse on your whole family. <laughs> yeah. If only, if only. <laughs> I used to know that for word for word. If only, if only. The, the roots didn't draw the something in the sea were as soft as the sky. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I'm picturing that dude carrying the pig up the mountain yeah. singing. Yeah. So, so that's like kind of like the prehistory on. You kind of look like him. That area. Who? Shalabuff in that in that movie. Oh. With the curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. With my hair all crazy. Um. So, nineteen. 30-ish is when Kenneth and Edith Myers purchased the land. Um, I forget for how much. Um, and most of the, most of these people purchasing land are all cattle. Farmers. Farmers, cattle far ranch, cow farm. Ranchers or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, they did a lot of cow pie surfing back, you know. <laughs> so it goes to... 94, I remember reading, uh, so the Myers had some incidents on the land, and that, that's what caused them to sell it. Um, and then, They didn't have to disclose that? What? To the realtor? Yeah. <laughs> In the 90s? Probably not. In the, yeah, 90s, yeah, 94. So, 94... Terry and Gwen Sherman. This is when it got popular, popular, popularized. Um, renamed it the Sherman Ranch. Sherman Ranch. And uh, this is kind of when it was brought to the public's eye. Yeah. UFO reports in the Utah Basin. Um, cattle mutilation. Uh. Wolf sightings. Oh yeah, the big wolf. Uh, yeah, I've noticed all the big wolf. And the, sick. all the other creatures. We'll get into that. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. So oh. Terry had an education on cattle farming. I forgot what it was called. Oh. But he like had education on cattle farming. He was a cattle expert. He's a cow farm expert. So it was their dream to like settle down and have a cattle farm. That was their dream. Um. When they brought the bought the property, they had intentions of getting like eighty head mm -hmm. and managing with that. Um, so yeah, that's why that's what they bought the farm for. Mine Can goes into that? the wolf. Oh fuck! It, it goes it's, along it's, with our. It's the fucking. It's the fucking wolf. Um, <laughs> uh, right, where'd you leave off? Um. I, about just saying why the they cattle. bought the farm because okay, yeah. I don't I don't I don't I'll wait till you go into the wolf because that's where my notes go next. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, when the Shermans had it, they didn't have it for long because 
Um, this is when the cattle mutilations mutilation started. <clears throat> and uh, they're like super confused and scared because they're the only ones out there. Yeah. And they didn't have any reason to believe, you know, people were messing with them or anything. So they start find or start discovering their cattle like one or two here and there daily. Yeah. Mutilated with no blood, no traces of blood. Like it was like a perfect sur- um, you know, surgical yeah. mutilation or whatever. And um after weeks and months of this going on, they decide to sell it. Um so they were there for two years, yeah, two years, ninety four to ninety six. And then in ninety six, Mr. Robert Bigelow, Robert Thomas Bigelow, um, he was a Bigelow. American businessman. Um, he bought it, and he owns. I think he still owns uh, Budget Suites of America hotel chain or something like that. Founder of Bigelow Aerospace. Um, blah blah blah. So fancy rich dude. And um, so he had interest of, he was like into all the paranormal stuff, UFOs. So when he heard uh, about the, what was going on at the ranch, um, he wanted to buy it and provide financial support for the investigations of everything going on. And that was... Yeah, 96 to 2016 he had it. So once money started getting put into the place, this is when all the TV networks started picking up on it and History Channel. All your shows start going out there. The and Ghost Adventures. Did yeah. they go or did he just try to buy it? The Ghost Adventures guy? Zach, Zach Bagan. I think he went because I seen a clip of him. There. Walking in one of the buildings. I know or he something. wanted to buy it at one point. I don't know if he ever did. Um. Yeah. So that goes on. Uh, I couldn't find much about like actual UFO. Like the UFO activity, because most of it was like paranormal, uh, strange radio frequencies, and orbs. The and, wolf. Yeah, and um quote portals yeah there wasn't much on so i don't i don't even know why because people dubbed it the ufo ranch so i don't know why well there were always ufo sightings nearby anyways like there's uf or ufo utah is like a hub oh i guess it's like ups for the ufos after Hmm. roswell (laughs) um like next stop northeast utah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's Evidence of close to a hundred incidents. Insane. Evidence. Oh, vanishing. That was the other thing. Yes. Not just mutilated cattle, but vanishing cattle. Yes. Because uh the Shermans were keeping track, you know, keeping track of the what'd you call it? The head or mm-hmm. the herd or whatever. Yeah. So there's that. And then um Well, not only that vanishing, but like they'd see animals like like the wolves mm-hmm. and then just disappear in the in the middle of nowhere. And that is part of the portals. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, people people think that in this area is like another dimension. Yeah, is like connected to the. It's like almost like a gate. Yeah, it's like a gateway, like like going to Halloween Town. Yeah, <laughs> like going to Halloween Town or coming back from Halloween Town. Oh, such a good movie. I know. Um, but yeah, that like another. It's hard to think like another dimension. It's just chilling in your backyard. Like your cow just accidentally walks into fucking another yeah. Twenty one twenty. And then comes back with like piercings and a tattoo yeah. or something like What happened, bro? God damn. Thomas, where'd you go? Where'd you been? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was I mean, just to think about that is like Yeah, like I remember reading about this one time where um he, I don't remember if it was him or his kids were like chasing what looked like an orb. And then once he got far enough away, it literally like opened up and he just saw 
in the middle of his fucking field. Damn. A whole nother place. Hmm. Yeah. So, can I talk about the wolf? Yes. So, one night, it was pretty early, like, early on to them living there. Uh, well, this incident. They saw the wolf, or wolves, uh, multiple times, but... So, the family was approached by a larger-than-life wolf. Larger-than-life meaning, like, it was shoulder height to these people. Yeah, like the wolf's soft twilight? Yes. Jacob. Jacob. Team Jacob. Go yeah. home, Jacob. Leave <laughs> these people alone. Um... It had bright blue eyes and was really graceful and tame. Um, and it wasn't afraid either. So it came up to them and they were petting this wolf. What? This shoulder height wolf. They're just petting it. Then while they're just like chilling with this wolf, don't ask me why they're chilling with it. Like, I don't know. I guess it'd be cool, but. Taking selfies with it? Yeah, I guess. The wolf got a glimpse of a calf that had its head through the fence. Oh. So it spun around, ran over, and tried to yank the calf's head through the fence. Like eat it? Yeah, I guess. It was trying to get it through the fence. So, Terry goes and gets a baseball bat and is beating the shit out of this wolf. Trying to get it off the calf. Yeah. Not flinching. Also, not paying attention to the fact that it's getting hit. Like, you know, if you get hit by, if I'm a dog or a wolf and I get hit by a bat, I'm going after you. Yeah. Not paying attention at all. Mm. So, Terry's like, to his older son, go get my 357. He goes and gets his 357, brings it back. He shot the wolf three times with no bleeding, no reaction. And we're talking like close range. Yeah. Like real close range. Shoots it, for sure hits it, sees sees hair fly off this wolf. No blood, no reaction, doesn't flinch, nothing. So he asks his son to go get his 36. Fires from 20 feet away. Doesn't seem injured, doesn't flinch. It just turns around, looks at him, and leaves. Huh. Right. So then they're like, all right, all right, all right. We're going to hunt this sucker down. They follow the wolf's tracks, and then they're, you know, they're cruising through the woods, cruising yeah. through the field, because he, he's trained in, like, ag agriculture and shit. Like, he knows how to track stuff. So he's following this wolf. 60 foot before he gets to the river, the tracks just stop. Hmm. No jumping anywhere, nowhere to go, just flat stop. So. Through the portal. Through the portal. Um, so, you know what a Chevette is, right? The car? Yes. So, its roof is four foot, four inches tall. Okay. Right? The wolf's head was over that. Oh, wow. By like six inches. They said the, the wolf had to, its head was five foot off the ground. And the largest wolf on record is only four foot tall. So we're talking about a whole foot taller than the world's largest wolf. Not to mention, the last time a wolf was seen in Utah was the early 1900s. Mm -hmm. So how? The wolf lines up with Native Americans to me. Exactly. Skinwalkers, that curse. Plus, where is that going? They shot fur off of it. Oh, yeah. They shot fur off of it and it didn't flinch, didn't bleed, nothing. It did flinch at the 30-06 at one point, I think, but not like it should have. It was just yeah. kind of like, that felt like a bee sting. I, th the, I forget what the the person that does the curse, sh shaman. Shaman? Something mm -hmm. like that. Um, They said that the shaman that put the curse on the land part of the curse was a demonic <sighs> something demonic that like a shapeshifter that will well they said takes the shape of a wolf a black mass because there's a family that or not family a group that was there uh, researching saying that they Seeing a black mass like up mm -hmm. in a tree or something like that. So that that and took a form of something else. They would also see random mists floating, if uh, I remember right. Mm -hmm. And then the orbs, and then um, I forget what year, but the Army Corps of Army Corps of Engineers built a man-made reservoir 
that was, I don't know if it was connected or bordering the property and filled it with water. I think it was in the seventies. Yeah. Seventies filled with water. And, uh, there were sightings there too of blue orbs going in and out of the water. What? And then, uh, one of the UFO reports was a, I don't know if it was a craft or a bean going in the water, like underwater for times on end or whatever, and then coming back out and just going up into the sky. So uh, who knows how far the curse like lasts? Oh, distance. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if it's, t- I guess it's touching the property. So yeah. Yeah. If y'all don't believe in that stuff. Are you okay? Yeah, for real. I don't like, I you know, like curse any of the shows on movies on Netflix that have to do with curses and like, like that, that genre of horror like freaks me out because like it can be or is real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like anything that could like the, um, Exorcism, Emily Rose, freaks me out because that, I mean, there's documented stuff about it. Yeah. And then, do you ever, when you're watching that shit or listening to it, you're like, I just got the chills. It's gonna come through the, it's gonna come through the book to me. It's gonna come through the video. Oh, oh my god! Me. When the ring, you know the movie The Ring. <clears throat> when that first came out, God. Oh my god! I couldn't sleep for like three days. Des used to love that video or that movie. Oh man! When, god, I hated it. When that. When in the movie, when it came through the TV, like that's all I could, I couldn't stop thinking about. Like this fucker, this. Uh, no, that's grudge. Uh, I think they both made similar sounds. They? Yeah, they both look. Similar. Oh, the, the grudge was a little more of a scream. Oh no, it was like the that uh, the ring had a sound too. But when it was coming through the TV, like that was the that was like imprinted on my brain for weeks. Terrible. Fucking scary. But, uh, yeah, so, oh, I wanted to read this. was a quote from KSL TV5. We're on your side. Um, Utah commercial real estate magnate, magnate Brandon Fugel, who purchased Skinwalker Ranch in 2016, so he came after Bigelow. Um, he's, he said, what really interested me in this property was a conversation I had with certain scientists that approached me in 2015 that had been advising the billionaire. Fugel said in an interview with KSL TV, Bigelow had acquired a piece of the property that was supposedly the site of more paranormal activity and high strength. Oh yeah. High strangeness. That's another term they threw around a lot high strangeness than anything else being reported in the country at the time. So like, damn. Um, and I watched a couple YouTube videos on, uh, the real estate dude, Brandon Fugel. And he's the time at the time when history channel was doing the show, he was a property owner. So he was on the show a couple of times, like talking about stuff. Um, he assembled a multidisciplinary team of scientists and investigators in hopes of bringing to light answers about the unexplained events that had been taking place on the 512-acre ranch. So, it's haunted. I mean, there's, I mean, you can go look for yourself. There's plenty of reports and videos and, you know, a lot of evidence of just some strange stuff going on. And uh <laughs> Post Malone visits Utah Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. That's funny. Um I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, we could make this a three-part episode, but I mean, the f- the fun of it is looking at the stuff for yourself. Like we can sit here and talk about it and try to convince you that this shit's real, but until you look at it with your own eyes. Yeah. It's just, it, I mean, it's there, even if looking up pictures of the ranch, it's kind of weird because it's so like not special. 
You yeah. do get weird vibes off of it, but it's not special. No, it's like, it's like almost like a valley because there's like um, cliffs on, like basin cliffs on one side. Um, actually, I think both sides. So it's like a bowl kind of. Yeah. And there's a couple, I was looking at um, pictures of it like before History Channel got there. There's a couple out outbuildings. Your ch- was that a child or Amara? Probably a... I think it was Amara. Probably the wolf. Nora! I think I saw a tail, so I'm pretty sure it was Amara. <laughs> um, yeah, so some of the buildings, that there's a couple of buildings on the property, abandoned. It, it looks like a little ghost town or whatever. Oh. And... Uh, that's Amara. Yeah, that's Amara. <laughs> <laughs> um, they said that some of these buildings... When you go in there with, what's the, is it a spectrum analyzer with that measures the radio frequencies or something? <laughs> I don't know what word you just said. You're the paranormal expert. EVP? Something like that. Oh, Whatever no, you, wherever e- you can see. Electromagnetic the, frequency? Yeah. Oh. But there's. Laura, a, stop walking on that. And I think it's <laughs> in the buildings or right where the buildings are on the property. Every time they go in there with that device, that um, reader equipment, yeah, the readings are always high, and and they're not high anywhere else. And there's no reason for them to be. No, I think it, it's something to do with the dim- dimensional shit. And then I read about a report of. All these, I mean, it's not open to the public. So all these people that I'm quoting and, and experiences are all professionals or yeah, like, re- researchers or scientists, or whatever. And this one guy was saying that when he was checking out the buildings, he heard clear as day as if someone was in front of him talking to him, um, voices saying "Go away" or you know, something like that. "Go away." Hell no. Yeah, and Hell he, no. and he described it as. He didn't know if the voice was clear as day, like the people around him can hear, or if it was just clear as day in his head. Well, either way is incredibly terrifying. Yeah. And then uh, the most common thing people said was you just get a feeling of uncomfortableness when you get on the property. Like, Imagine like the living there. Of you're not supposed to be there. Something like that. So... God. Yeah. It's kind of scary. I got, I got the chills reading about all this stuff. I watched a lot of videos. Um, There's some people... At one time, in between all the um, property exchanges, I think there was a time where you could go, people can go and walk around. Really? Or maybe they're doing it illegally, go. but there's some videos on YouTube of people... Um, like doing live, going live to see if they can catch anything on video, and most of them didn't. But the mm. p- the place now has like a security control center with twenty four seven cameras and surveillance, yeah, for science purposes. But it is also, also for yeah, security. Yeah, d- no trespassing. Don't do that. Um, they also said they get spikes in radiation levels there. What? Yeah, it's like a bunch of crazy stuff that. Should not be happening. Yeah. That doesn't happen anywhere else in the country that we know of. I just cannot imagine Yeah, living there. They live there. Those poor people. Mm-hmm. And then, so the term skinwalker comes from the demonic curse, the shape-shifting, when it takes a creature form, um, or the black mass. Or the wolf. That's where the skinwalker... Because it makes the hair on your skin stand up. Oh. I thought it was just because it was taking something else's... Like the, quote, skin. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's what I found, but... Could be both. I'll tell you a really good podcast that covered this really, really well. Self King. Did they cover Skinwalker Ranch? They did. I think they did a two-part, but... 
Astonishing Legends. Oh, yeah. Scott Brooks and Philip Burgess. Yeah, Philip. Yeah. They did an immaculate job. You know, my favorite episode from them was the. I don't know how to say that pass. Don't. Dyatlov Pass. Yes. Cameron talks about Dyatlov Pass all the time. It's spooky, but they actually just had something. Um, they just released more info on that like a couple weeks ago, hmm. stating it was natural. Every bit of it was natural. Mm-hmm. Wow. They released an update on it. That was a great, great um, episode. That yeah. that one spooks me too. And them saying, yeah, <laughs> them saying it was natural. Get your nose out of there. That's Enzo. Um, is it? Yeah. Them saying it was natural a few weeks ago. I was like, okay. Okay, you think what you want. They're like, it's an avalanche. I'm like, mm. Yeah. Then why was someone hanging from a tree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make it make sense. Yeah. Government. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of... Just to, I mean, just to simplify it, we're not alone. We are not alone in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Or dimension. Or dimension. There's <laughs> Bigfoot. Bigfoot is absolutely real. You cannot tell me anything. And I was so pissed off that nobody, no one wanted to name the farm Bigfoot Holler. Oh. Uh, Why? Buck Run. Buck Run. Bigfoot Holler is literally so much cooler than buck run everybody's like yeah i like buck run i'm like bigfoot holler and crickets y'all are absolutely rude put it up for a vote he's already getting he's already got a logo made oh that's that's for our land management part of it go away dogs thank you (laughs) uh yeah bigfoot's real aliens are real Aliens are real, and I'll tell you what, if you think they're not, they're they're probably going to come visit you. Mm-hmm. So you better believe it. Yeah, you better. You better. Better go to patreon.com backslash conspiracy burrito. You better. It's for your own personal health. I promise you, you do not want the aliens visiting yeah. you. The Pl- grays. Pledge a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, and get some cool benefits. Yeah, you do not and want keep- them. The aliens away, away from your butthole. Yeah, you know what else you could do. You know what else you could do to keep the aliens away. What? Get some coffee from Average Fellows. Oh man, that stuff! I have heard it is an absolute repellent. It's like off to mosquitoes, yeah, but for aliens, yeah, and it clears your colon. Yeah, grind it up. (laughs) Add a little bit of um, was it KY or something? And then just like lather your body in it. Yeah, it's for the it's for the the good. It's for the economy. The aliens won't probe you, but they might lick it off. You know, they might lick it off you. I'll be sensual instead. <laughs> and um, what's another way we can keep the aliens away? You you know, if you read Roz and the Big Man, their comics, you will be prepped and ready for Bigfoot. Yeah, maybe not aliens. But Bigfoot. Big man. Big man. And Roz. And Roz. But you can relate it. Um, Rosandthebigman.com. And the easiest way to do um, prepare yourself is follow the Conspiracy Burrito across all social media platforms. Facebook. Um, on the main page, you can... Look up our subgroup, our fans group, the Taco. What's it called? Taco Truck. Talk. Yeah, T A O K O. That's where we talk about our episodes. We're trying to get some feedback from our fans that are still shy. Stop being shy. Me too, though, honestly. Come have a Bud Light with us. Yeah, for real. And then, uh, what's our Instagram? The Official Conspiracy Burrito. We post pictures, we post our album work on there, we post updates of our studio. We just got soundproof stuff. Oh yeah, we got a little the little egg crate uh foam pad that, things. That that man's about to fall. Yeah, that one's sagging a little bit. Um Yep, so we got updates on there. Yeah. 
Um, just stay up to date with us. Yeah, make sure you leave us a review. Oh, yeah. Let us know review. how you feel. Do we'll we give have, you a shout out if you leave us a review. Do we have any? Uh, we didn't last time. I should check that, huh? I keep, we keep getting likes on Facebook, so that's good. Page likes. Conspiracy, the official conspiracy. That, that must mean followers, then. No, we don't have, no. Pa- I don't know. Page likes on Facebook's Facebook. Facebook's weird. Yeah, oh. that, uh, their algorithm, it's hard to, oh, you know what? would help on Facebook is if you share our page mm-hmm. to get it out to new people. That would definitely help. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for all our new followers and listeners. And and peace out, Ghost Scout. Yeah, peace out. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say later, Gay. No, I got a new one. It's uh, Peace out, Girl Scout. Once a pogue, always a pogue. Transmission terminated.